Hour two. Amazing call from Cassandra, right? Kanaka, sorry about that. Kanaka, all the way from Japan, heard around the world by everybody and their mama. Rebuilding, we are, welcome to the show, by the way. We're rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man and also uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. You can get involved by calling 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, JESSE. The biblical question, my biblical question for this week, do you extend mercy to yourself. Do you extend mercy to yourself? Think about that. We have every way that you can watch and support the show listed on jessaleepeterson.com slash show. jessaleepeterson.com slash show. And you can podcast all the shows And if you're out and about traveling or wherever you might be about to crash in two planes coming together because affirmative action and the people who operate the towels, the airline towel thing are not qualified. They're only there because of color or, or because they're a woman, but not qualified. And you're about to have a crash. You can listen to the show on your iPhone. And or iPad by calling 641-793-1500. That's 641-793-1500. All right. Isn't that amazing? Don't forget to like, follow, ring the bell, and all that good stuff. Subscribe. We're on JLP Talk on Twitter and Jesse Lee Peterson on Instagram. They sent me back to training. They figured out I was affirmative action. I was an affirmative action pilot. <laughs> That's Nick. Oh. <laughs> Nick had a crash on the plane. He crashed the plane on his show. What the? It's Thursday, folks. And for all of you down in Memphis, Tennessee, and around in that area listening by way of radio down there, WMQM, I believe, 1600 on the dial, you might not be aware, but every Thursday on the Destiny Peterson Show is Bible Thumper Thursday. The sign outside the New Era Baptist Church in Birmingham reads a black vote for Trump is mental illness. I am the daughter of two pastors. You will emerge from that as an atheist. President Joe Biden is only the second Catholic president. The Pope is like, if you don't, they call him the Holy Father. Ain't nothing holy about the Pope. God, why? 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 Why George God? Holy mackerel. 
you preach for us and let us and then tell us what it is you mean. I can't believe you people follow a man. What the? Let no man teach you, no woman, no one. You have a teacher within. And if you look within, the teacher will guide you. Isn't that amazing? If they're not pointing you back to the teacher within, you better run. Hurry, 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 run. What a mess. 888-775-3773. Bible Thumper Thursday. Let me go to Canada. Heard around the world by everybody and their mama. I got to go all the way out to Canada and talk to Grace. Grace, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hi, Jesse. How are you doing today? All this well, Grace. Good. Um, so, yeah, I just called in because I wanted to ask a question and then answer the biblical question. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the first question that I had was, um, what was the real curse that God gave to Eve? Because you know how, um, like, God said that, like, you, like your husband shall rule over you? Yes. Yeah, like, I, I don't really get how that's so much a curse for me because I, like, the way God made man and then from man he made the woman, it's like, it was already expected that he was, like, the woman was going to follow the man anyway. Right. So I guess for me, it's like, I don't understand how that's a curse that he would rule, because, I mean, the expectation is he's the leader, like, he's the head. Well, that not, that's not the curse, and God did not curse the woman. Satan cursed the woman when she listened, uh, you know, the order of God and Christ, Christ and man, yeah. man over woman, woman over children, right? And yeah. Eve used to, at one time, obeyed her, obey her husband, who mm-hmm. obeyed his father. But then when she went shopping one day, uh, uh, <laughs> she went shopping out in the garden for some okras and collard greens. <laughs> and Satan was out there shopping, too. Well, he was shopping for souls, right? And he... he uh, yeah. He deceived the woman by telling her she could be her own man. You can be independent. You can take your bra off. You can <laughs> kill the, the man, baby in the womb. Why you listen yeah. to that man? And so finally she believed it. And when she believed it, Satan became her daddy. And then that's when God, uh, 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 that's when the woman was cursed by the spirit of the devil. The devil is the woman's God until she's born again of the father. Okay, so it's Can I get an more amen? or less looking at, um, like, like the devil being the ruler over her than it is, like, like the order of God. Right. The man. Okay. The man is. Men are the head of all women, even yeah. if they're not married to him. Men are the head because of the order of God. But mm-hmm. the woman, the reason that women don't listen to men is because they are of the lie. They have the mm-hmm. nature, the ego of the devil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, thank you. He did tell the woman, God did tell the woman, according to the scriptures, that because Mm -hmm. she did listen to the serpent and disobeyed her husband, she's going to have, when she have a baby, she's going to have pain. Uh, Yeah. The pain came as a result of her disobedience of her husband. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Are you married? No, no, I'm not. Oh, okay. I was going to ask if you obeyed your husband or not. But, okay. No, but if I if I got married, yeah, like it, it makes perfect sense because women are chaotic. So a mess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, I wanted to answer the biblical question. Do you extend mercy to yourself? Um. So I would say yes. In that, when I am in the presence of God, because I see that. Like, I'm not my ego. And we actually talked about this before where you told me don't associate with what you see about yourself because that's not who you are. Right. That's when I have that mercy extended onto myself because I, I like, of myself, I can't act out in this in that evil way because it's that spirit that's controlling me. Interesting. Yeah. Mamma mia. <laughs> Hola. <laughs> si, senor. Gracias. <laughs> I would love to respond to that, but I want to hear from others about it. 
And yeah. I want to put my little two cents in on Sunday. Awesome. That's great. Thanks, Jesse. So, Grace, you went and forgave your mother, returned to your father? Yeah, I did. Good. I did. I actually, I called in about it. And, um, yeah, I, I think I said how, like, um, when I forgave my mom, like, she's one of those uh, Christian ladies who, you know, will smile and, and, you know, not, like, act like, you know, everything's okay and honky-dory. Right. So she was like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I I accept that, you know, if that's how you feel. And I was <laughs> like, that's not how I feel. That's that's what you did. Yeah. And then, um, like, yeah, and then I moved on from it. And then later on, when we were talking at one point, and I told her, like, I told her something, and she's like, oh, you know what? Is it because you forgave me you think you have control now? And I was like, what <laughs> is going on? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> oh. ever since, like, like, I mean, we talk now in a way where it's like, if I have to tell her no, I don't, like, I don't hesitate. Like, if I tell her, no, I don't want to do that, or, you know, you know, stop calling me, or things like that, like, she she gets it. I mean, she still does it because she kind of annoys me sometimes, but <laughs> but I just kind of, like, I live my life, and she understands, like, you can't just jump into my life like like you have control over that. Like, right I, on. I really made that clear, yeah. yeah. What? Right on. It's nice yeah. to live that way, huh? Yeah, it is. And, like, and like I even told my dad, too, like, like you need to stand up to, like, mom because she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and even him, too, like, I've noticed, like, there's been a bit of a change where it's, like, he puts his foot down a lot more often. And I'm just, like, nice. right on, dad. Yeah. 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 So yeah. you brought some light into the situation. And now it's helping your father to overcome being a beta. <laughs> but, yeah, it is because, like. But yeah, it's because um, I have a, like a younger brother too. So it's like, like for me, it's like, like he has to stand up because obviously, like, like he's the one left in the house now. So yeah, obviously, like the hell that's in her. If he's not willing to stand up, then he's gonna face the consequences. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, amazing, mm-hmm. Grace. Thank you, amazing yeah. call, and uh, I'll put my little two cents in on the on the Bible issue. I mean, on the biblical question on Sunday. All right. Yeah, perfect. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Thanks, uh, Jesse. Right on. Amazing. Eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three. That's one line open. Connor has been waiting a long time out of New Jersey. Connor, welcome to the show. You're on the air. God bless and good morning, man. How you Thank doing? you. All is well. Good, good. I'm glad to hear it. So uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, a couple verses from Genesis 5. Genesis 5 is the uh, descendants of Seth, right? I'm sure you're probably familiar with that. Um, so with all the descendants of Seth, they all live for upwards of 900 years, roughly, and have descendants, sons, daughters, and then they die, right? But then there's Enoch, right? So Enoch was 65 years old when he became the father of Methuselah. He walked with God. After Methuselah's birth, Enoch lived for 300 years had other sons and daughters, and lived up to 365 years. Enoch walked with God and disappeared because God took him. I wanted to know what you think of that. Like, what, what, is, what is that, right? Because there was no word of God at that point. But then here's Enoch. That's a, a, a right. good a, a interesting question. I don't know the answer to that, but I do know and remember not only reading, but hearing about those days there were men who lived— for years and years and years, but I don't quite understand how or why. Right. So no, I, I was I, just curious because out of all those guys, though, Enoch doesn't die. It says that God takes him. Like, what do you think that means? Like, I, I don't know. Like, but, he was taken while alive or something. Yeah. I, I don't well, know either. It, it does say that him. he was taken up, right? And I know, I, guess, yeah. I remember when I first started hearing about. Uh, how people are burning their bodies when they die. They have their bodies cremated and all that kind of mess. Right, like a Viking burial or something. And so, and I've heard, like a fire. Right, and I've heard people say that, some people say they would never have their bodies burned because how do you know you don't need your body once you get back up there because Enoch's uh, body was taken up like that in his body. Right. But I, it doesn't I, necessarily say that he didn't die. It does say that God right. took him. So yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. I, I, I honestly okay. just don't know it. I don't want to make up anything. 
No, I, but that's that's interesting to mention. It doesn't necessarily say that, you know, like how he was taken. So right. He could have died and then was taken, like you said, through the body. Now, if he was burned, maybe that wouldn't have happened because that wasn't God's way. Yeah, so, absolutely. I mean, that, that's an interesting way to look at it, Jesse. I'll give you that. And I'll answer the biblical question if you want. Do you... Do you extend mercy to yourself? Uh, from what I understand, no. I was taught forgiveness through Jesus, but to my knowledge, from what I know from the Bible, God is the only one that can give mercy, right? And a good example of that is like the book of Job, right? So there was uh, Satan who was trying to conspire against Job. Even Job's friends were telling him that he must have done something wrong, but during that whole time, God still saw that Job was a firm believer and had a firm faith in God. Even though he was doing all these things to challenge Job's faith, he knew that it wouldn't deter him. And then, you know, he finally breaks whatever. But then God shows him, like, this is all the stuff I do, dude. It's not just you in this world, you know? Amazing. But after all that, Job is rewarded two times what he had before. So that, I think, is God's mercy. Is God could have just left Job in the dark once he had blasphemed God and never tried to give him that revelation. But instead he showed mercy to Job and said, here's my greatness, and this is what you're not seeing that you can't see from your eyes. It's right in the book. I mean, um, yeah, I, I think God's the only one that can really show us mercy. Jesus taught us forgiveness. Mercy and forgiveness are two different things. Interesting, Connor. I would love to respond to that, but I got to wait until Can't wait Sunday. to hear your reply on Sunday, man. I'll wait for uh, you. All right. Thank you so much, <laughs> man. I appreciate it. Take care. All right. 888, there's a line open at 888-7753-888-77. Jesse, let me just tell you about this, and then I get back to the phones. Um, remember I said that... Um, over and over and over again, that my country is putting all the wrong people in the right places to destroy the country, and that um, you're putting these blacks into government and these women into government, the police departments, and things like that. And the reason that these people are being put into these places is because they cannot lead it's not in them to do good. It's only in them to do evil. And that when you put the blacks in these positions, government, businesses, and things like that, it's going to only get worse and not get better because they just don't know how. You need the white man to lead them in those places. And we saw that um, when the fallen Messiah, Barack Obama, uh, became so-called president and and prior to vote, election Barack Obama, I warned the people, no, 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 no. Don't elect the fallen Messiah because he will turn America into a ghetto. And But no, well, the blacks voted for him because he was black. It didn't matter how bad he was. In the same way the blacks voted for the so-called black mayor down in uh Jackson, Mississippi, I believe. And now it's a mess down there, right? To the point that the white people, according to the reports, have decided that they're going to divide themselves from the blacks by establishing their own court system and police departments and everything else because the the blacks, uh, though it's like 80% black down there or something like that, they are out of control. Mississippi is a mess. And the white people are trying to protect themselves. And so likewise, I said, hey, don't elect Barack Obama. He would turn this country into a ghetto. And lo and behold, lo and behold, he turned America into a ghetto. What do we want? Dead cops. When do we want them? Now. Peas in the blanket, prime like bacon. Radical Black Lives Matter, worse than the KKK, were chanting that. What did they get? An invitation to the White House. The division between the races became, under Barack Obama, 
worse than any other time in the history of America. And, and instead of the white people saying, no, we're not going to let you run our government. We're not going to put you in our police departments and things like that. They came in and gave it. Hey, y'all, come on down, black. You here? Come on down now. And they even put the blacks as air traffic controllers, knowing that the blacks would not qualify, but they did it to appease them, putting everybody's lives at risk, even in the skies. Skyways. Well, lo and behold again, they made a black man the mayor of New York. As though New York wasn't bad enough already with the Democrats, white liberal Democrats running it. The, the one that made, the one man that made New York work was Rudy Giuliani. He made it work. Remember that? But anyway, and so they decided, you know what? New York is just not screwed up enough. We need somebody to make it worse. Oh, let's elect a black man. He'll do it. And they elected a black mayor. And he's doing everything but making New York better. It's like at night he lay around and think, you know what? I did a good job in destroying New York today. What can I do tomorrow? They have defunded the police. Crime is out of control. And this guy used to be a so-called policeman. He used to be a, a police. And he still doesn't have sense enough to run New York. He doesn't have sense enough to hire new cops and, and end the c- cut back way on the crime stuff down there. It's not in him. And now New York is getting worse. And this man is beyond soft on crime. He is encouraging it by not hiring more cops, by not dealing with the criminals in a tough way, in the way that they should be dealt with. This guy, according to the New York Times, and his name is Adam, by the way, Mayor Adams. Adam, what the? According to the New York Times, to prevent, prevent robberies, Mayor Air Adam is telling Adams is telling the shopkeepers to bar customs customers who refuse to lower their mask when they first enter the stores. Watch this from CBS. We've gotten so used to the mask that we don't realize that there's a large volume of people that are wearing it, not because of COVID, because they're criminals. They're repeated offenders. <laughs> and by the time we catch that one person, they did seven other robberies. If we're able to identify their face fast enough, we're able to broadcast it on TV. It came to light after a longtime clerk at the Dayona Deli and Grocery on 3rd Avenue and 81st Street was shot and killed last week by a man in a white Tyvek suit with a dark face mask. This employee, himself the victim of a robbery, is not sure unmasking is the answer. Like All you're going to do is just going to get into arguments. Yeah. Video released by the NYPD of a Staten Island burglary last Friday. Police say the men forcibly entered without permission, damaged the store and made off with $300 worth of cigarettes. Nevertheless, the mayor says high-end boutiques might want to make people unmask before being buzzed in. Here's a basic rule I'm asking you as you enter so we can properly identify who you are. Isn't that amazing? You got a dumb mayor, black. What's wrong with the blacks? Instead of hiring cop, cops, to protect the citizens who are not breaking the law because the blacks are out of control in New York as far as break, all over, really, as far as crime, right? So instead of hiring cops to protect the innocents, he's telling them, oh, tell the people to pull off, take off their mask before they enter in. So they're making the citizen work harder 
And again, the giving the, the criminals free reign because they know the criminals are black for the most part. They want the mess. Why put that on the, the store owner rather than hiring the cops to do the job? And that store owner is absolutely right. All they're going to do is start arguments. Can you imagine the blacks walking into a white man's store and the white man telling them, you got to take your mask off? They're going to first cry racism. That's racist. You are telling me I got to take my mask off because I'm black. And then you have a fight and then a lawsuit. Mayor Adams is trying to create more problems. He's not trying to solve the problems. He's creating more problems. If you sincerely want to do something about crime in New York, he would be hiring more cops. He would be getting rid of the bail bond, the no bail bond things, and locking these people up so they cannot get back out of jail. This man does not, it's not in the, the nature, in the blood of the blacks to do right. It's just not there. Look at Jackson, Mississippi. Look at Gary, Indiana. Look at Chicago. Look at that Laura Lightfoot woman. She would dance in the street because things were so bad. She was loving it. Look at Baltimore. Look at all the areas where the blacks are in charge and tell me that they're good. Tell me that they're good. This is South Africa now. America is South Africa. South Africa has been taken over by the blacks. And the white people are on the run. They're on the run. Even on their farmland, the blacks are going out there robbing and stealing and killing and breaking in their homes. And along the roadside, because there are no cops to do anything, the whites are being under attack. That's America now. Because whomever is in charge of this mess is doing the exact same thing, the same setup that they did to, to South Africa. Mommy Africa, they're doing it to America. And they call it affirmative action. They call it reparation. They call it we're making up for slavery. Poor blacks, they've been enslaved. When will you speak up and say no to this? When will you speak up and say no? When? What we need to do, what this country needs to do, since they're not going to be strong and do the right thing for our country, and I want my country back, right? And since they're not going to do the right thing for our country, why don't we... ship these blacks over to El Salvador. I remember when I was growing up, remember the chain gang? When these people would come in and cry, they they put them in prison, but they made them work on the roads and things like that. With no pay. They, they, They gave them bread and water and a place to live, but they made them work on the road. And the roads were good. It was amazing. We need to send them over to El Salvador and see if they'll commit crimes over there. New York Post is reporting that a Manhattan cop called Adams, excuse me, a man, uh, according to New York Post, a Manhattan cop called Adams' recommendation, just another desperate act by a desperate administration. Right on. This man, Adam, is creating a... How are you going to tell the customer to tell the people to take the mask off? Can you get any dumber than that? Quick break. Back in a moment. Hundreds of inmates barefoot and stripped down to white shorts...
I have books that are amazing. I highly recommend you get them. Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success Guide. Even if you're not starting a business, but you have a job, or you're on welfare, it can help you if you do. Be doers of the word, all right? From rage to responsibility. From rage. That's what I write about in the first chapter, especially how I overcame. Scam. How the black leadership exploits black Americans. They are using them. And blacks are too willing to be used. And then my last book, The Antidote, Healing America from the Poison of Hate, Blame, and Victimhood. They are all amazing books, and they are helpful. Go to rebuildingtheman.com if you want an autograph copy, or call 800-411-2663. folks welcome back it is bible thumper thursday you can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 jesse j-e-s-s-e i want to quickly show you what it how tough america was on crime at one time when boys were boys and men and men were men, and that we, Mayor, so-called Mayor Adam, the black guy out of New York, he's not going to make it better. He doesn't want it to be better. It's not in his nature. Black people, and not all, not all, not all, not all, but most are accustomed to things being bad, not good, in their neighborhoods, in their families, and everywhere. They don't make it good. It's not in the nature and I can't believe that you're putting it because of your fear of being called racist, which is not true. No such thing as racism, right? But you're afraid of it and of losing something that you just turn it over America. And you know that the people can't do it. That's why in Jackson, Mississippi, white people are like, no, we had enough. We got to protect ourselves. We'll just create our own courts, our own police department, and let y'all have the rest. We need to get hard on crime, not telling the store owners, well, y'all ask the people to take off the mask. It's going to be fights and murdering everywhere now because the blacks are going to cry racism. And they're angry and emotional. They have not overcome their mama. Some have when they hear, you know what? They hear me say, you got to forgive your mama. Your mama, the anger of the children and that of the mother. Not the father, but the mother. And you must return to the father by forgiving him for not protecting you. And some blacks are starting to do that, and they're getting away from that crap about the civil rights movement. We need civil rights. The civil rights movement was a setup. It was a socialist movement to control the people. It wasn't about freeing you up. It wasn't about uniting the races. The blacks have only gotten worse since that mess happened, it ain't gotten better. We're losing America. Well, 
the president of El Salvador is an example of what we need to do in this country. By the way, the hate report is coming up. I forgot to mention that. We're at the bottom of the hour. The hate report is coming up at 9 a.m. from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time, California time, all right? The hate report.com from 9 to 11 a.m. Pacific time. Here's an example of what America did at one time, and it was amazing. Well, this guy may be taking it even further than that. But uh, this is from Epoch Times. The authorities in El Salvador, talk about hard on crime. The authorities, I mean, authorities in El Salvador have opened one of Latin America's largest prisons as a government crackdown on on, uh, criminal gangs is causing the prison population to soar. Right on. This is from NBC. Watch this. Hundreds of inmates barefoot and stripped down to white shorts scurry into El Salvador's new mega prison, ordered to crouch down on the ground one after another. These alleged gang members are the first prisoners of the complex named the Center for the Confinement of Terrorism. With a highly produced speech to police, President Nayib Bukele celebrating the massive prison's opening, a cornerstone of his war on gangs, also tweeting, they're not scary anymore, are they? The new complex, capable of holding 40,000 inmates, considered to be the largest of its kind in the Americas. The president touring the facility, fully equipped with armed guards and prison staff, workshops for inmates to manufacture goods, as well as dark isolation cells meant for solitary confinement and harsh punishment for, quote, anyone who tries to make any trouble. With no mattresses to sleep on or even any visitors allowed. Bukela declaring a state of emergency last March as violence plagued the country with more than 60 homicides reported in just one day. Despite the controversial show of force, some say the crime crackdown is working. The president seeing the highest approval ratings of any other Latin American leader. El Salvador's National Civil Police reporting a sharp decline in homicides this February compared to years past. That's deep. He's not telling the telling the citizens, tell them to take the mask off so y'all can see y'all can see who it is. What the Now do you think once those guys get out of that prison, if they get out, they're gonna commit another crime? It was that way in this country at one time. Chain gang, the people were punished, not giving big color TVs and and a pat on the back, right? They were less likely to commit crime. They didn't have some stupid black mayor telling them, y'all, the store owner, I know y'all got problems. I know crying through the roof. They ain't going in our jail. Just tell them to take the mask off. Creating more problems. Not solving the problem, but creating more problems. BBC is reporting that the prisoners in El I've been to El Salvador, too. It's so pretty over there. A couple of times. I visit San Salvador. It used to be really nice. The beaches are amazing. But anyway, BBC is reporting that prisoners in El Salvador have been destroying gang members' graves. The prisoners in El Salvador have been destroying gang members' graves in a government bid to weaken their power. This is from... uh, TRT World. Watch this. In El Salvador, inmates have been bussed in to smash the legacies of gang members in the stronghold of the Mara Salvatrucha gang. This cemetery here in Santa Tecla had essentially been taken over by gang members and other people couldn't get close. So we've removed all the gang emblems. That's why we were here. Their remains will be left intact but any insignia or embellishments are wrecked to prevent tombs becoming shrines. It's the latest controversial tool in the belt of the government's war on gangs. This war was declared in March 
after gangs killed 62 people across the country in one day, the most violent day in decades. President Nayib Bukele summoned special powers, and since then, some constitutional rights have been suspended. 56,000 people have been arrested, and prison sentences increased fivefold. Amazing. God bless El Salvador, because America is catching hell. Weak on crime, and they put the wrong people in the right place to make sure that happened. I want my country back. I want my country back. And that was amazing. They were having them take down those green tune things because the people were going out there uh, worshiping the game members, giving them honor. Isn't that amazing? Can it get any worse than that? America, if you don't put the right people in place, strong people to turn things around, it's, it, I don't know. Things are already bad. Human hearts are wicked. Anyone that has anger is a wicked, evil person. Anger is not of God. Anger is of your father, the devil. God is love, and in him there is no anger. And you're putting these people who hate America, who hate white folks, in charge of your country. It's crazy. To tell the people in business in New York, tell the tell, y'all need to tell the folks to take off their mask. It's it's you have to be a lunatic to even think that 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 is a right suggestion. I remember when they had the little Chinese virus thing going, and there were people who wear masks versus those who didn't wear masks. And the government was trying to make the people who didn't wear them look like the enemy, and people were fighting over the mask. Those who wore them and those who didn't. This is the same thing with what this dumb mayor is telling the folks to do. Pretending like he's helping. Pretending. And the white folks elected him. Because they want to be nice to the blacks. I'm wondering now, out loud, will it get to a point that we would have to do across the country what they did in Jackson, Mississippi? Build separate towns from the blacks. De- develop your own police force and court systems and judges to protect yourself. This is evil. It's unheard of, but it's evil. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Mike is a, and there's a line open at 888-775-3773, 888-77-JESSE. Mike is a first-time caller out of uh, South Carolina. Mike, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. How are you? Thank you. Yeah, um, just wanted to get back to, so I asked you about the, the Bible, and how do you how do you view the Bible? Do you find errors in the Bible? Yes. And why is that? I don't understand that reason why you find errors in the Bible. Well, it's it's because the Bible has been written rewritten over and over and over and over down through the generations, and the people have interpreted the Bible based on their ideas about what God meant and what He said, and so they they are misled whether intentionally or not, they are misled, the people, into looking on the outside for God when he's on the inside. And uh, uh, 
telling them that they need to uh, uh, learn the word, and, and, and most people don't know that the word of God is in the heart, and the word from God is, is the Bible talking about words from God, but the word of God is written in the heart. So a lot of people, because of the rewriting of the Bible and misrepresenting of it, there are so many people that believe in the Bible and not in God. So I don't know if it's intentional or just dumb people. Well, I mean, you know, the the Bible has been looked at. I mean, it's the inspiration of God. You can you can pretty much you can pretty much mark that going backwards, um, basically on the the accordance of the Bible and also the scripture that they have found and also everything that's pretty much in Israel and any kind of artifacts, because, you know, there's over 5,000 uh, expedition uh, sites out in Israel that anything they find, if you ever want to look at anything in history in the Bible, all you got to do is go to those places that are mentioned in the Bible, and pretty much they're pretty much finding anything that, that backs up that. Um, the only thing I would say about that there is that, you know, God's Word Basically, if you wanted to look at anything uh, pr- prediction-wise, Bible is the only thing that's telling you what's going to happen in the future. And pretty much, Revelation is pretty much lining up with what is going on in the world. I mean, there are prophecies that are over 100 prophecies in the Bible that were 100% exact. There's no other book on Earth that even does that. So basically, my thing is, is that, you know, we're call, you're calling God a liar if you if you are talking about the Bible and you think there's errors in the Bible. Basically, you're calling God a liar. Did you say that the Bible is the inspiration of God? It's God. It's God's word breathed from God. Yeah. And but the Bible is just a book. Originally, the men who wrote letters to one another were inspired by God, and at some point, somebody decided to make that into a book. But the Bible is just a book and not the inspiration of God. The men who wrote some of the things in the Bible were inspired by God, but it's just a book. The inspiration of God is in our hearts. The word made flesh. Do you disagree with that? Yeah, I mean, you definitely, do. I mean... You say you disagree that the word has been made flesh and that it's in our hearts. Whenever you do read the Bible, I mean, no, I ask the, you a question. The Bible, the, yeah, I understand that. Do you disagree um, that the word is written in our hearts? Written in our hearts? Yes. Yeah, God. I mean, whenever you are a true believer, a true believer in Christ, yeah, God will write on your heart. But God does put that knowledge in every unbeliever as well. Yeah, that's the reason why they seek for something. That's no, that's, let me yeah. just get that a clear answer on that first, and then you can say all the other stuff. Do you believe that the word? Do you believe that the word is written in our hearts? Um, I think God, God is God is with us in the beginning. He puts that knowledge in us, but the word itself. Is not going to be truly one hundred percent written because that's the reason why he's giving the word to be able to read his word. If you if you wanted to listen to God, let's come back to and you didn't answer my question yet. And I'll let you do your little Bible thumping too. Just you're getting because that's what Thursday is all about. But let me ask: ask, do you believe that the word of God is written in our heart? I believe. I would say the the Word of God is probably written in our hearts once you are a believer in Christ, but you still got to study the Word of God to be able to know God. You're not going to just know God just off off on a whim. Now, do you seek God and you— You didn't still answer the question for me. Do you believe, Mike, from— First time a caller from South Carolina, Mm -hmm. do you believe that the Word of God is written on our hearts? you want to say yes, go ahead. Yeah, yes, I guess I would say it's written in our hearts. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you, that, you, that, you believe that the Word is written in our hearts? 
I don't believe 100% that the word is written in your heart. I mean, I believe that God is. So why did God. you say yes if you don't believe it? <clears throat> because I believe in what the Bible is. So then why did you say yes? I believe the Bible is God's God's truth. Why did you say yes is written in our heart, but then no, because you don't believe it? Why did you say yes? <laughs> I would say yes in the, in the aspect Mike, that God, why did you say yes? All right, Jesse, I mean, let's back up here for a second. Why did you um, say yes, you believe it, then you said no, you don't believe it? No, I don't. Why did you that? say yes? Maybe I'm confused. I'm sorry? Maybe I was confused. About what? I don't believe it's actually truly written in your heart until you're actually truly a believer in Christ. So why did you say yes? Because I'm saying yes, that it is written in your heart. Once you are a true believer, but if you're not a believer, what is a true believer, sir? What is a true believer? A true believer is in Christ. What does that mean? Putting your, putting your faith in Jesus Christ alone. His blood alone is the atonement for your sins. And where you get all that from? From the Bible. Where? Throughout the entire Bible. Where? John three sixteen. What does it say? You tell me what it says, Jesse. No, you don't want to quote it. Is it Bible Thumper Thirty? You don't want to quote it. What does that say? Mike. Yeah, I'm here. What does that say? Because you said the the blood of Jesus Christ is told over everybody. Go ahead. Whosoever believeth. I'm sorry? Hello? What? I think he's grabbing the Bible. Are you grabbing the Bible, Mike? Mike? Hello? I don't know if you hung up. Sound like I hear him, so I'm not going to hang up on Mike. I'm going to put him a whole... Uh, 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 and uh, Sean, when he's back on the phone, let me know. Because I think he tried to grab the word. In the beginning, there was the word. The word of God got the word. The word. I left my word at home today. What the? Super chat. Super chat. Super, super. super chats. Welcome, Hake. Did he hang up, Sean? Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay, good morning, Super Chatters. What's up? So, starting here from Starcyon on Streamlabs, thank you, says, How are you, Uncle Jesse? DJ Speedy Airlines in the mix today. <laughs> she calls me Speedy. Oh, yeah. She could tell it's my music. <laughs> in fact, there goes my music. All is well. <laughs> thank you, Sion. And we got one more super that we can... I guess we'll have to do after the break. Oh, okay. A quick break. One more hour to go. I, I, I'm sorry that, uh, what's the name, hung up. I wanted to understand what he was trying to say about the blood. Mike. It's in the blood. One more hour to go. A Bible Thumper Thursday, 888-775-3773. Hake is coming in with the hate news, not the fake news. But the hate news, and I'll be back in a moment. Mics are off. Lord. We have a counseling service, and I have to admit, thanks to God, it is the best counseling service on this side of heaven. I counsel with men and women, families, individuals around the world. Most people are unhappy They're miserable. They have rough lives. They're depressed, suicidal, young and old, of all races. I understand. I know why, and I do understand it. Because exactly what's happening in me is happening with everybody outside of me, inside of them. And I've noticed that with those who really, really, really want to understand, they overcome it just like that. Out of one counseling session, 
If you need counseling, you can go to rebuildingdemand.com or call 800-411-2663. 800-411-BOND. Best counseling service on this side of heaven. Prices are still high for the end users, and they're not coming down. Are they called end users? IG was out last night, if anybody cares, and Mediterranean and Mind Diets. Ever heard of Mind Diets? Reduce Alzheimer's, Alzheimer's signs in brain tissue per a study. Leafy greens and berries. Uh, no charges for that six-year-old who shot the teacher with his black single mother's gun. Right? Black single mother, I think. This is the end of Hour 2 of the Jason Lee Peterson Show. It is Thursday, March 9th, 2023 A.D. Stay tuned for Hour 3, last hour of Bible Thumper Thursday with JLP is coming right up. But first, fake news, not fake news. Food prices are high. Coming on Sense Network, CNN reports. The cost of food ingredients is down, but grocery bills are still up. In part, this is because food producers which started raising prices a few years ago amid the scam-demic overreaction uh, with the shutdowns, etc., have other, ex- other expenses that remain pricey. Labor, transportation, commie sh- restrictions messed up the supply chain, if you don't know. Now you do. But critics and industry experts say that the cost increases during the so-called pandemic, scam-demic, gave food makers cover to hike prices above what those increases called for, boosting profits and correcting what they saw as too low prices, too low of prices in previous years. Between January 2022 and January 2023, groceries got 11.3% more expensive. That's that's quite a bit. Uh, Many food companies are forecasting they might slow down or pause price increases, but not lower them. Companies view these as occasional opportunities, and they don't want to miss out. That's it. Jean-Pierre Dubé, a marketing professor at University of Chicago, said. Corrupt Chicago. First Twitter, now IG is out. The Instagram was back up, though, according to Comedy Nonsense Network, CNN. For most users, after a global outage, the photo-sharing platform owned by Facebook slash Meta said early today, adding that the hours-long technical issue has been resolved. Earlier tonight, a technical issue caused people to have trouble accessing the IG. We resolved this issue for everyone as quickly as possible, Instagram tweeted. Interesting. Down Detector tracks uh, outages. They reported more than 53,000 incidents of users unable to access Instagram at the outage peak. Two diets reduce signs of Alzheimer's in brain tissue, according to a study. People who consumed food from the Mediterranean diets, diet or the mind diets, ever heard of that? Whatever that is, had fewer people who did that had fewer hallmark signs of Alzheimer's when autopsied. They're not people anymore. They're carcasses. Carcasses, they still died. Carcasses don't have... Anyway, they said that leafy greens were the best, though. Berries are good, too. The principal aspect, aspects of the... Mediterranean diet per Wikipedia include proportionally high consumption of unprocessed cereals, legumes, olive oil, fruits, and vegetables, and moderate consumptions of fish, dairy products, mostly cheese and yogurt, uh, and meat products. Olive oil has been studied as a potential health factor for reducing all-cause mortality and the risk of chronic diseases, they say. The MIND diet, M-I-N-D, all caps, is the Mediterranean hyphen dash Intervention for Neurodegenerative Delay Diet. That's a mouthful. Combining portions of the Mediterranean diet with the DASH diet. D-A-S-H. So they're doubling up the thing. Dietary Approaches to Stop Hypertension DASH Diet. Both the DASH diet and Mediterranean diet have been shown to improve cognition. cognition. However, neither were developed to slow neurodegeneration, such as Alzheimer's disease. Uh, your brain degenerating, I guess. The DASH diet is based mainly on fruits, vegetables, low-fat or low or dairy, fat-free dairy, which uh, with whole grains, fish, poultry, legumes, legumes and nuts, it recommends reducing sodium intake, sweets in drinks and foods, and red meat. 
limit saturated and transaturated fat, whatever that is, and increasing the intake of potassium, magnesium, protein, fiber, nutrients through thought to help control blood pressure, whatever. That black kid who is six years old in Virginia boy, the Virginia boy allegedly shot his elementary school teacher in the chest. Uh, He's not going to be charged. I'm James Hake. Hassan, briefly there. Nicolas, Nick. He did help this time. <laughs> and of course, Sean for making it happen. The Hake Report will.